Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the 20th chapter of Matthew, and we looked at an account yesterday. We looked at the Matthew account, and I think it was Mark that was a cross-reference, of an interesting little encounter that Jesus had. And I want to go back and, and just reread that to set the context and then read the verses after where you see what Jesus said in light of all this. So this is Matthew chapter 20, verse 20. It says this, Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to Jesus with her sons, bowing down and making a request of him. And he said to her, What do you wish? And she said to Jesus, Command that in your kingdom these two sons of mine may sit, one on your right and one on your left. But Jesus answered, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, My cup you shall drink, but to sit on my right and on my left this is not mine to give, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. And so that we've looked at this in previous accounts. So you can go back if you didn't hear it in the previous episode and sort of see what I thought about some things there. But uh, you see the mother comes, and Mark shows that the, it was the initiated by the boys. They wanted to sit in the seat of the power, the right hand and the left hand of Jesus. And they were being very forthright and bold about this. Well, how do you think that went as far as the other disciples? Well, listen to this, verse 24 of Matthew 20. And hearing this, the ten became indignant with the two brothers. And so it says, and hearing this, so I don't know if they did this in front of everybody, if mom and the two boys went in front of Jesus, in front of everybody, which it may have been, or it could have been that they heard about it, okay, that they heard about what happened. Either way you go, they were indignant. They were put out with these two brothers. Now, again, remember, they had been arguing already who is the greatest among them, right? Jesus knew this. I, I just find it sort of uh, insightful and even refreshing <laughs> to realize, that, hey, these guys were just like we are. They were jockeying for power. They were wondering about this and wondering about that. Who's the greatest? Who's the least? Who's the most powerful? Who's the the closest to Jesus, who's the best buddy, and all that kind of stuff. Watch how Jesus handles this now. Verse 25. But Jesus called them to himself and said, so he gathers the 12 together, and he says this to them, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. So he's telling them what? You know how the way of the world works, because he's speaking of the rulers of the Gentiles. He said, those rulers lorded over the people. They lord over them. Okay, They, they, they uh, uh, take advantage of their power. They exercise dominion over them. They subdue the people. And at the great men, they exercise this authority over the people. Okay, And it's the same word, the lording over and, and exercising authority is the same idea. He says, you know that this is the way of the Gentiles. This is the way of the world. If people are in authority, if they're in power, they lord it over. Sometimes they do it with compassion and mercy, but a lot of times they don't. 
Jesus continues in verse 26. It is not this way among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. So let me stop right there for a moment. Do you see what Jesus is saying? He's saying that the relationship with leadership is not at all the way that you think it is. Okay? Not at all. It's not like it is with the world. Okay? He says it's not this way, but whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So what's he showing them? He's showing them, hey, this, this life of the kingdom is upside-down kingdom in comparison to what the world is. You want to be great among your, uh, among the body, then you shall be a servant. And I'm the example. I didn't come uh, to be served. I came to serve. I came to give my life up and ransom many. Let's jump over and see what Mark has to say about this. Uh, the 10th chapter of Mark, uh, I'm scrolling down here, uh, verse 41 says this. Hearing this, hearing what had happened with the two sons, the ten began to feel indignant with James and John. So it's named here who the two sons are. Sons of Zebedee, James and John. Calling them to himself, Jesus said to them, You know that those who are recognized as rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. But it is not this way among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you shall be <laughs> your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be slave of all. So Mark you know, uses some powerful words right here. Then the last verse. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And that give his life in both these passages right there, it literally means to give his soul, to give of his being as a ransom for many. And so what was Jesus doing? He was drawing the twelve into a proper understanding of how they were to relate to one another and how they were to relate to the body of Christ and the kingdom, and particularly the people in the kingdom of God. It's not the kind of thing that, oh, you're going to be first, you're going to be second, you're going to be third, you're going to be fourth. No, 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 that we all live and walk humbly before one another, that we all walk as servants of one another, that we all walk as slaves of one another. Matthew and Mark both use that term, that you're slaves of one another, that we serve one another, that we give of ourselves to one another. And I'll tell you what, it's very convicting, is it not? It's convicting at a personal level. You know, do we live that way? Or do we live in a kind of way where we demand certain things and we want our way and we want certain things? You know, we expect certain things. We expect to be exalted. We expect to be uh, uh, looked highly in favor upon, that type of thing. Then also, particularly uh, within the um, organization of the church, particularly that when you look at leadership, do you see this attitude? It is actually quite rare, okay? Uh, 
I, I live in sort of a blessed area where I, I can actually point out three or four uh, key leaders within the body of Christ that are uh, servants of heart, a servant attitude. But for the most part, it's not like that. For the most part, there's demands of I'm in this position, I am the so-and-so, whatever the title is, or whatever the role and function it is. So therefore, you have to act and react a different way. And really what you see is that they lord over the people. It's nothing new. Paul writes about it in his letters um, that this is what servants will do. Don't do that because they're not really being servants. They're being masters, and they're exercising authority in the wrong way. The true way of exercising authority is by servant, having the attitude and the heart of the servant. That doesn't mean you have a little milk toast type of thing and you're not bold in your leadership. No, no, no. You know, uh, one of the strongest leaders I had was Moses, and God described him as the most humble man ever. Okay, so we live in humility with the attitude of being a servant to the to one another and to the Most High God. That is the pattern of uh, behavior within the leadership of the body of Christ. Uh, I would encourage you to find somewhere where that's actually taking place. <laughs> right? Well, my time is up. I'm going to quit. We'll talk more next time. I'll see you then.